0: Hey guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fish Report, the first podcast to bring you the local fishing report for Alabama's lakes and rivers, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. If you hunt or fish Alabama or in the deep south, you know that it's different down here. Spawning seasons, patterns, food sources, they ain't the same down here as in other parts of the country. At Great Days Outdoors Magazine, Southern Outdoors writers pick the brains of the best Southern hunters and anglers and give you the best how-to, where-to, and when-to articles along with so much, much more. Pick up a Great Days Outdoors magazine subscription and become a better Southern outdoorsman. Great Days Outdoors magazine can be found at your local Barnes & Noble's, books a million tractor supply company rule king bass pro shops or you can save and buy online at greatdaysoutdoors.com i'm your host brian sin and welcome to the show man has it been ugly oh just the weather won't do right rainy turn cold again But, hey, that's what we deal with here in Alabama. I mean, that's spring in Alabama, right? Never changes. I'm your host, Brian Sin. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, Got a great show lined up for you and appreciate you guys listening. Man, like I said, it's turned off cold again. Don't know how that's going to affect the fish, but looking forward to finding out. And we're going to get started doing that right now. So for segment number one today, let's start off with the Tennessee River Report with Brad Whitehead. Brad, my friend, how's it going? Man, it is going great. It is beautiful today up here in northwest Alabama
1: we got a little bit too much water. (laughs) That's what we're fighting right now. Of course, we're not like y'all. We ain't had to fight any tornadoes, but we have had to fight the wind and the rain. I bet the lake has come up 18, 20 inches in the last week because we've got so much rain.
0: Man, I'm going to tell you, it has the rivers here jumped up, muddy, and I'm sure it's the same way up there. And uh, fortunately, we, we survived the tornadoes. You know, there were several people that didn't, so heart goes out to those families no doubt we've but been, thankfully we've been we were safe that's yes
1: right. we've been blessed but hey on a great note we've been catching a bunch of crappie we've been catching anywhere from 60 to 100 a trip the dingy water i'm not going to say mud but the dingy water has really helped it's suspended the fish which is the way we like to catch them we have been catching some fish
0: that's uh, good we've had some fun that's encouraging man even of that muddy water that's encouraging so with the crappie right now, what stage we in? Are they still on the bed? Are they finishing? Or They have
1: just really began up here.
0: Now, I've got a few friends that have caught a few on the
1: bank males. But the way we fish, when I tell you this, it's going to sound like a big story. But we have been catching them in 30 to 40 foot of water. We've been catching them suspended. And basically what they're doing is they are following the bait fish. They're feeding up really, really good before they head to the bank. And, you know, we're just kind of in the transition. Everybody thinks these crappie go at one time to the bank. That's not true. You're going to have to excuse me. I told you a couple of weeks or two weeks ago, I think, when we talked last, we were one of the ones that got the virus. So I'm a little raspy on uh, talking. So I apologize. Man, I understand.
0: uh, I understand. I've been there. Hey, but the good Um, thing is we've had it, and we got tiger blood now, right? So we're good. Boy, I hope so. Some Saban blood, I hope so. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, we've been catching these
1: fish in transition. We've we've been on Wilson Lake. We've been on some of the Bear Creek Lakes there in Franklin County. Pickwick's been a little bit too messed up for us to fish. They've had a lot of current. The the bass guys were were in last week, which was unbelievable. Some of the pictures I saw of where they were fishing and how they were fishing, but the crappie on on Pickwick's just been a little tough down at the Bear Creek Lake. Like I said, we have been the, the numbers that guys have been catching is unbelievable 60 to 100 a trip, and that's usually a six hour trip. And you know, that keeps you busy all day. It's been fun. I hadn't posted a lot of pictures because I'm just about out of dates. I've just been blessed. I don't have, I just don't have any, I don't have any time left. So I hadn't really posted a lot of pictures of our catches because I hate to cut, turn customers down. Right. So uh, we've been kind of, kind of holding back our pictures and whatnot. You know, these fish, it's been real, very simple to catch. Uh, most of them have been in that 20 to 21 feet range. And basically we've been doing the technique that, You know, we've talked about a 100 times the side pulling. Two-quarter-ounce jigs, and we're getting them in their face. You know, I think one day we might have caught 45 maybe. Uh, That's probably been one of our
0: our slower days. It's been fun. I honestly am am floored because the last thing I expected you to tell me is that you were catching crappie in 25, 30 foot of water. I I just assumed (laughs) that with the weather, I just – I just assumed they were on the bank.
1: Yeah, well, and they are, but let me tell you, unless I have a customer tell me, Brad, I want to go cast, or I want to go take a court and minna and see if we can catch these fish on the bank, I enjoy the trolling just because it's really simple. It gives everybody a fair chance. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm greedy. If I'm in the front of the boat and I know there's a stump out there and I know I can
2: get <laughs> <It's laughs> off of it.
1: Hey, if I know I can catch that crop before you do, I'm going to throw it out there. It's uh, It's just second nature. So with the trolling, and I have customers cut up, I sit in the back of the boat with the trolling motor, and then I have two customers that sit beside me, and I'll have the middle customer, he'll be saying, oh, I ain't sitting in the right place. And it's funny, you know, the guy on the end will be catching a bunch of fish, and then about midday, you know, the spot in the middle gets hot. I mean, it's crazy. I always cut up about it, but there's nothing I can do. You're no. pulling that boat in, You know, there's nothing you can do. You know, we always have a good time. I took a couple out day four yesterday, a man and woman. They've been coming with me two or three times. They've done some live bait trips. And I'll be honest with you, I kind of tried to talk them out of it because I didn't think we'd catch 50 fish. I said, it might be a little slow at 50 fish a day. And they're like, look, we just want to go out on a boat. We don't care. And we ended up – I can't remember how many they ended up carrying home, but it was well over what we thought. If the wind don't get us a little bit of color in the water, don't bother us too bad. I don't need mud. But a little bit of stain, that don't hurt anything. But, yeah, we've been – man, I'm going to tell you, it's, uh, it's been wide open the last
0: – I guess this is going on about the, the third week. Uh, man, we've been great. hot and heavy. Well, well so. is there a time – where you will transition, where, where the fish just won't be there, where they, uh, honestly, the majority do go to the bank and you have to switch gears and and, 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 and do that for a while? Or, or or can you pretty much stay out there and catch? I mean, like you said, fish, certain fish are going in, certain fish are coming off. They're not all well, there at the same time. I can do this technique
1: till about the middle of May. And once about the middle of May, it starts to really cut down. Uh, We try to transition to pickwick about the first week in April, maybe the second week in April. Those fish normally are a little later. So I push it all the way up to about toward the end of May. And once those fish go to the bank, when they come back, is when we get them in our brush, our Mm -hmm. treetops that we've put out over the years. And it's kind of a a rule of thumb. I don't use minnows until the water is really cold or really hot. And basically what that means is, when I start using minnows, I start slowing down. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is I'm, I'm trolling at about one mile an hour, okay? And I know if I put out a certain amount of line that those jigs are going to stay in that strike zone, alright? When I slow down, that metabolism of that fish is not going to go you know, I can be a foot or two foot over that fish and he's going to run after it. Well, as, as time goes on and the water warms up, he's not going to be sporadic like he is when the water's cooler you know what i mean it's kind of like me and you getting out and wrestling in the yard we might do that at thanksgiving and maybe even christmas but me and you ain't gonna get out there the fourth of july and probably wrestle in the front yard you know what i mean that's right
0: it slows down
1: you know you just kind of slow down but we've been blessed i've brought on another guy tracy humbert he's a licensed crappie guide now he's taking a lot of trips that we you know i can't get to but he's already for the month of april i've already booked him up completely Man, That's so great. Uh, we've been blessed he helped me last year doing some of the live bait trips for smallmouth it's been neat you know i'm kind of worried about our some of our bass guides you know the bass are doing really well but as time goes on these gas prices start to go up it's gonna hurt our bass guides you know they cover a lot of miles in the they day. cover a lot
0: of miles and that's right
1: you know, I've been talking to some of them. You know, we run four strokes on ours. And, and, of course, some of them run four strokes too. But gas gets around $3 a gallon, and you got to run 20 miles to get on these ledges. That's tough for these guys. It gets expensive. So, uh, yeah. if you decide to go with some of these guys, think about that, because they're trying to give you the maximum for your money. But you
0: start covering 25, 30 miles in a day, you are cutting into their profit big time. Keep that in mind. That's right. Well, you know, for the listeners that, and Brad, you're, everybody that listens to this show has heard you on here, I'm sure, at some point. And you do a phenomenal job with the crappie, with the bass, with the mouth. I mean, you got it all. You're successful. You got a lot of knowledge with all of it. But just for the people who may, uh, it's been a while since we talked about your technique of how you catch these crappie with this side pulling. So just briefly, Kind of describe that again to listeners that may not have heard the episodes in the past where we've talked about that, because it's fascinating, and, 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 and good Lord, you catch a lot of fish. Well, I
1: give credit where credit's due. I've heard a lot of guys in the past. It impresses me, and I always said, you know, I, I'm going to do the same thing. If you've been around guys or you've been around somebody that designed a technique, you need to give them credit for it. And this technique was designed by a guy named Roger Gant, and basically it was a mistake. Uh, back in the sixties, maybe even late sixties, him and his dad had pulled up to have a sandwich. And, you know, back then, if you didn't catch a fish as, as me and you have talked before on the bank, you didn't realize those crappies stayed out in the middle of the lake. And as they pulled up to the bank, the wind picked up and it shoved them across the lake. Well, they didn't have a trolling motor back then. So Roger just let out some line and he started across the lake. Well, when he did, he started catching fish. And that's kind of where the technique got started. Basically, the trolling motor is mounted at the back of the boat. Now, I did help War Eagle. It was all, you know, Rogers, it it come from Rogers' idea, but I come in and tweak just a few things, but War Eagle come up with a boat. It's called a 754VS that's just for this style of fishing. It's designed, it's got live wells where we need them, it's got the seats where we need them, and basically – you're covering about 17 and a half feet every time you make a pass. And that's what's so productive. I fish three rods, one customer fish three rods, the second customer fishes three rods. Now we're fishing two lures a piece, quarter ounce most of the time, and we're covering a lot of water. When you cover 17, 18 feet in hundred yards, that's a lot of water to cover in a day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're catching active fish. And the way I I describe it, it's kind of like, and and I know this is going to sound silly and and I'm sure people laugh at it, but I've used this for years. It's kind of like having a fly or a waltz in the car. If you get something in your face, you're going to slap at it. You're probably going to miss it, but a lot of times you're going to hit it. And I think with having all those baits come across schools of crappie, sometimes Mm. they'll just slap at it. Well, it's enough to catch them. And, You can use this technique. I've used it all over the states. Uh, Real Foot Lake is about the only lake that I can't tide pool because it's four foot deep and full of stumps. But it is designed for deep water. It's designed to cover a lot of water. And it's designed to catch fish. Not big fish, not little fish, numbers. And that's what you pay me to do is fill that live well up. And it's productive. You know, I've worked with War Eagle now for about fourteen years. B and designed a rod just for us. They designed an eight, nine, and ten foot rod. You know, it's just been slider. They designed a a minnow. We wanted we wanted something we use we started out using a lot of hair jigs, homemade hair jigs, and we needed something bigger. So slider come in and developed a two and a an eighth inch minnow that's about the same size as our hair jigs. Same way with uh Crappie magnet. We've got a lure called a Slab Curly, and it's about the same size as those hair jigs. And people kind of get in their minds sometimes that crappie wants small bait. When you come fish with us, you're going to be fishing with a two to three inch lure, and it don't matter. I've caught fish that are six inches long, up to sixteen inches long. You don't have to mess with minnows, and it's it's really if you can count, you can go fishing with us. And even if you can't count, I'll count for you. So. There you go. Uh, I say we take them from eight and I'm going to tell you, I had to break it the other day. My slogans is I can take anybody from eight to eight. I took a gentleman. It was absolutely awesome. I took a gentleman the other day. He sat in my boat, 87 years old, Wow, 87 years old and caught cropping. That's the oldest individual I've ever taken. And I asked him, this is hilarious. I about fell out of the boat. I said, sir, I love talking to older people. I think that generation is gone. I think uh, I'm not going to even get in on it, but our country, when that generation is gone, our country is really, it's hurting now, but it's really going to hurt because those guys, I mean, I love to hear them talk. I said, can I ask you a question? He said, you didn't ask me anything. I said, what's the secret to living to be 87 years old? Now, this is a doctor, he was a doctor in a small town in Tennessee for 50 years. Here's his response. He said, just don't die. And I just said, don't die? I said, do what? Oh, he great. said, just don't die. Just don't <laughs> die. You know, he told me he'd go to bed at 10.30. He'd get up about 8. And he called himself a farmer when he retired. He bought some land, bought him a couple cows, bought him a tractor. Stay busy. So, you know, I had a granddad that lived to be 97. I had one to live to be 96, and I've still got a wow. grandmother that's 96 that's still living. I just think it's so cool for an 87-year-old man to get in a boat with a 63-year-old son
0: and go fishing. Man, that's beautiful. So, I love that. Pretty that's neat, great, pretty man. Neat that you. is pretty neat. That is pretty neat. There ain't no doubt about that, man. That's, that's, that's a great story. And I know, Brad, there's a – real quick, I know you've got some YouTube – uh, you can YouTube kind of that if somebody wanted to, to to see the side side trolling that you do. Don't you have some videos up somewhere that people can? I watch? do,
1: I do. Uh, you can go to YouTube and basically put Brad Whitehead fishing. You know, see everything we've done. Everybody has seen this video. That are a lot of guys that that come fishing with me. We did a show called Crappie Kings. It was kind of a kickoff of Duck Dynasty, is what it's supposed to be in. And it was very successful for two years. A guy from Canada named Carl Colonna come from from Canada down here, and he already had a successful bass fishing show up north. And he kind of run his tour through here. And uh, we did a show on Pickwick. And you can punch that in there, Brad Whitehead, you know, fishing Pickwick, Propy Kings. You know, a lot of people have absolutely loved watching that because it's just neat. You just don't see a boat. Going sideways, all my uh, no. all my northern <laughs> northern guides that I'm friends with said, "You Alabama rednecks don't realize that trolling motor goes on the front. It don't yeah. go on the
0: side. The boat goes you know, forwards, so, not
1: sideways." Yeah. I asked that an older gentleman. I said, "Did you ever think you'd be going backwards, sitting in forty foot of water catching crappie?" Man. He said, "No sir, no sir, it ain't." You know, he said, "I, I never." He said, "When I saw that boat, I thought, mm, I don't know about this." Yeah, and he said, "Once I saw it working." He said, "It just you made amazing. him a believer quick." I did. I That's did. Great. And I'm going to send you some pictures. I know you you put some yes. from time to time. And if the listeners if they have any questions about the boats or the tackle or anything that we use, feel free. You know, to give me a call. Like I said, I'll send you some uh, some pictures of of the rig so they kind of get it in their mind. But you know, we'd love to take them. Uh, I've got a, a waiting list, and and like I tell everybody hey you might be the next person we call you know if you're interested in going go ahead and call us get on the list because you know we might go to two or three people you know before we right. you, but we want you to come fishing up here it's just we've been blessed to have a lot of loyal customers and um you know we we want some new ones but we don't want to run off any either
0: so that's right uh, well how do those new new ones how do they go about contacting you brad no doubt the old-fashioned way just give me a
1: call at two five six four eight three oh eight three four or you can catch me on instagram or facebook simply brad whitehead or brad whitehead fishing
0: man that's good stuff man well listeners y'all give him a call he'll put you on some fish and teach you something that you may have never seen before and something that a way to catch fish that that you don't know about and 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 that's always cool well before i let you get out of here brad gotta have the tip of the day from you so what is your tip of the day if somebody's gonna come up there I want to catch some crappie on the Tennessee River. Hey, no doubt. Like I
1: said, we've got a small chain of lakes. They're called the Bear Creek Lakes. We've got some cabins. We've got some two or three nice campgrounds on these lakes. Even though the rivers are right now, they're, they're high, they're muddy, these lakes don't get the current. They don't have the current. They don't have the color. And it's a great time to come to these. The other day I was, I was at one called Little Bear, And I bet I saw 20 deer before I got to the boat ramp. You know, normally you're hearing turkeys gobble. There are a small chain of lakes. That's what I would tell you to come to. There's so many ways. You can catch fish now with, with corks and minnows on the bank. You can catch them trolling. You can catch them spider rigging. If you want to come catch some crappie, now is the time to come and go to those lakes. You know, normally I'm pushing Wilson and Pickwick for guys, ladies to come. But right now, these Bear Creek lakes, they're hot they got a lot of fish in them and they're they're fairly easy to catch so give me a call or check them out online bear creek lakes franklin county alabama and if you got that's, any questions feel free to call me
0: that's a great tip brad thank you for that man well this week's tennessee river tip of the day is brought to you by sun south from outdoors equipment parts services accessories sun south has you covered On the best for less, visit sunsouth or sunsouth.com for quality John Deere equipment, sunsouth for those that do. Brad, buddy, always appreciate talking to you, man. Thank you for jumping on and stay safe out there. And we'll be, I, I know we'll be talking to you again very soon. So I appreciate it, brother. Be safe.
1: Hey, enjoy it all the time. Like I said, I'm one of these guys. If you got a question, you don't have to book a trip to give us, give me a call. Or just send me a message, and we'll get it answered as soon as possible.
0: Awesome, buddy. Take care, man. Talk to you soon. Yes, sir. All right. All right, bye. Man, another great segment from, from Brad Whitehead. Guys, I, I can't stress enough what a great guy this is. What a good man, a good dad, and, and an incredible fisherman. So whether it's, it's crappie fishing or, or bass fishing or smallmouth later on in the year, I know he does a lot of live bait trips for smallmouth. Give Brad a call. You won't regret it, and you'll learn a lot along the way. Well, let's get started on segment two, and uh, let's go down to the Coosa River system, or the Tallapoosa, uh, and talk with Jake Maddox. Jake, how, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad to see some clear skies here in Alabama today, even though it's a little bit a little bit cooler than it has been, but uh, i glad glad to see some sunshine.
2: Oh, absolutely,
0: absolutely! Wishing I was fishing right now. Yeah, man, I hear you. I hear you. Well, let's talk about fishing. Where you been fishing lately? How's the, how's uh, have you been on Martin or the Cusa? Where where have you been lately? Yeah, I've been
2: on Martin, and I went a little bit. I went two times to Lake Harding recently, but uh, yeah, mainly Lake Martin.
0: Let's talk about it, man. How's the fishing been?
2: It's been really good. It's been really good. You know, there's still a lot of fish shallow, but I'm my mind's starting to turn into. Really, fall on those blueback herring. That herring as it uh, the water temperature starts to climb. So you can still you right now is a great time to fish Lake Martin. You can fish shallow, you can fish deep, and they're biting everywhere.
0: That's good, man. I've heard that from the last report we had there is that they're biting everywhere right now. So are you? Are you? Oh, yeah. So kind of, what's your technique when you're going out in the morning? Or, uh kind of, kind of, how are you starting your day?
2: So I'm starting my day. I'm usually looking for uh, like places that right now. As we start to get a little warmer, every time we're on a, a, around a full moon, I'm going to look for some sort of bait fish spawn here in the next couple of weeks, whether that's shad or herring. And uh, I'm going to target just long, flat points that are either clay or sand. And I'm going to use either a big topwater or a spinner bait or underspin swim bait and just really fish as fast as I can around those places. Keep trolling motor as fast as it will go and just cover a bunch of water first thing in the morning. After that, I start kind of switch things up and go go to the bank to do some largemouth fishing you know the same techniques that were working about a month ago are still working you know whack your eggs under docks throwing a fluke around a pop bar you know some sort of small topwater water bait they've all been producing quality fish on lake martin
0: good stuff well I, I, as far as the quality fish you know what so what size? You know what size have y'all been catching? Have y'all been catching a pretty good? Uh, does it seem like the the fish and the fish are getting bigger? Or uh... yeah, yeah.
2: Sure, we've been catching you know some solid fish. The other day, my brother caught. We were actually practicing for a tournament, and my brother actually he saw a fish under. We saw a bunch of fish underneath the dock, and we thought they were all all bass. So we're like, well, okay, this is the winning spot. There's these big bass underneath this dock, and then we turned it around and we saw that they were carp, and then. My brother said, "I swore I saw a bass underneath there," and he skipped his wacky rig and caught a six and a half pounder the other day.
0: Nice. Um,
2: yeah, on accident the day before the tournament. So uh. not one you want to stick the day before the tournament, but I mean, it's still definitely quality fish on Lake Martin. And, you know, we've caught a bunch of really good fish, good healthy fish too. Really awesome, and it, I need to say this: one of our sponsors for Auburn is OGS Tournament Series, and they're doing starting April first. They're going to do a It's April 1st through July 4th. They're going to have a tag fish thing. So like there's a, I think a hundred tag fish in Lake Martin and there are various prizes, but one of them's a truck, one of them's a boat and there's even a tag for a million dollars. Yes, sir. Yeah. There's a million dollar fish swimming around in Lake Martin right now.
0: Oh my gosh. That's crazy to think about. That'll bring out the fishermen.
2: A lot of people would think, you know, like, oh, I'm not going to catch that fish, but. I think the day after they tagged them, already a fish was caught the next day, and then wow. I think then like several fish, like uh, maybe ten fish, already caught with tagging them. But like I think they tagged them earlier this month, and people have been catching them pretty frequently. So
0: it's that, not out of the picture
2: to catch dollar fish on Lake Martin right now.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> <called the> <laughs> that's exciting. Well, so, it, are the fish? Yeah. Are the uh are the fish are, are they on bed? They coming off? They going on? What are they doing? Yeah, a,
3: it's a
2: little bit of everything right now. You still have a little bit of pre spawn. You have a lot of spawning, and you have a lot of post spawners. You're seeing a lot of fry garters, a lot of stuff like that, and you're seeing a lot of big largemouth crews around.
3: And then the spotted
2: bass, same deal. They're they're a little bit deeper. Every now and then you'll see some you know spawning shallower where you can see them, but a lot of times they're just you know just a hair off the bank i'll just spawn a little bit deeper between that you know four to twelve foot range is where they like to spawn a lot of on so pea gravel or sand or clay and really if you can find a mix of all that that's that's the key
0: that's a good area now you were talking about those long sloping ridges that go out into the lake is what you're what you're fishing okay. on a lot and fishing fast and you're looking for you're looking for fish just out there chasing chasing bait fish
2: yeah, they're just chasing blueback herring. Some of them maybe, you know, still like spawning a little bit. These are basically just shallow places that are offshore. And I'm just fishing really really fast. I'm either if it's low light conditions, that's what I start. First thing in the morning and or in the evening or if it's a nasty day outside, then I'll pretty much commit to just doing that. And that's this is the time of year you can catch some of the biggest spotted bass of your life, on Lake Martin or you know, your personal best for Lake Martin, you know, this right. time of year. You know, I have Last year we caught a lot of four pounders, burning the wake bait and the uh, top water around some of these places.
0: What kind of top water are you go to mainly? Because you're you fishing yeah. bass, so
2: yeah, I like a. Uh, there's a couple of different ones. I like the original Super Spook, the one knocker, the saltwater one. I like the Evergreen Shower Blow. There's a couple, and I like the uh, I'm a Little Stick. The little stick and I'm a skimmer. They're all really, really good top water baits.
3: Um,
2: they just imitate back herring, and you're able to work them very fast, and they throw a lot of water.
0: Dang, that's awesome. That's a fun way to fish too.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, just just real quick, I, and, and I know that me and you and Brad were just talking about this before we we started recording here, and uh, I know there's some things going on with the Auburn fishing team right now. You sure don't have to get into that. I was just gonna open it up because I'm I'm just now hearing about it. I was unfamiliar with what was happening, so uh, kind of if you want to get into it, then what's going on?
2: Yeah, as of right now, we're not allowed to give a whole bunch of information until later this week. But if you just kind of stay, yeah, you know, we've been trying to get a lot of uh you know there's a link going out a change doc dot org uh, mm-hmm. sign a petition to kind of get us fishing again. The whole thing's kind of messed up, but we can't really go into into detail about why and how, and how we're going to try to fight this. But we just know that we are, and there'll be more information coming out later this week.
0: Now, tell us again where we can find that um, to
2: sign, think petition. Change.org, Auburn bass fishing team suspended until 2021. Should reverse the suspension of the Auburn University bass team and allow them to fish. We did it last, we launched this last night, and we have over 11,000 signatures, and we're trying to get to 15,000.
0: Well, dude, I'll get on one. As soon as I finish. we finish with the podcast, i get on and, and, and you'll have my signature for sure. I, I hate awesome. y'all I are going agree. through that, man. I know this is an – I couldn't imagine being a baseball player at Auburn having having something like this happen. So, uh, I'm sorry uh, to you guys. Y'all put a lot of time and a lot of dedication into uh, fishing uh, collegiately uh, as well as you do in your, your bass guiding business as well. Man, I, I hope it gets straightened out and hope it gets straightened out soon so you guys can get back to fishing and, and doing what you love to do for your college. Yes,
2: sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, we, it definitely sucks. We're not able to a lot of fish the next two tournaments, but we'll see about the, the second Bassmaster one. I'm hoping we're able to go. But, I mean, that does give me a little bit of time to do some guide trips, so if any of your if any of your listeners want to go, I'll Absolutely. be for a couple of weeks.
0: Tell the listeners what they can do to get in touch with you to book a trip with you, Jake
2: www.bassandbros.com or you can follow me on instagram at bassandbros.com or my personal instagram at jmadfishing you know that's my instagram so you can find me there on facebook as well and uh yeah you can just either dm me or i have my phone number on my website and you can just give me a shoot shoot me a text or give me a call and uh we'll line something up
0: Well, good deal well it sounds like y'all catching a lot of fish on martin right now so that's that's exciting and, uh, before we let you go, man, we got to have a tip of the day for the Coosa Tallapoosa river. So what would your tip of the day be Jake? Really just, uh, I've
2: been, uh, playing around with, you know, my top water baits. And instead of using as your standard split ring to your treble hooks, I've been actually tying braid from my bait to my treble hook so that the fish can like kind of swing with the bait a lot more and have some, It won't get leverage on the bait and won't throw the, those big top waters because the ones we've been throwing have been like kind of saltwater ones mm-hmm. um bigger top waters and they're kind of heavy so a lot of times they'll throw the bait just because of how heavy they are so with that braid it allows it to twist a little bit more so this fish can't really get leverage on that bait and spit the bait
0: man that's a great tip thank you for that jake that's uh that's yes, an interesting sir. one man that's a good one so thank you for that yeah this week's coosa yes, talapusa river tip of the day is brought to you by Buck island marine Bucks Island is a family-owned and operated business since 1948. They have new pontoon boats, bass boats, bow riders, and aluminum boats for sale. They love trade-ins for boats and motors. They can rig your boat or ship your new motor anywhere in the United States. They provide boat services on all kinds of boats, even if they weren't purchased from Bucks. They have factory-trained and certified Technicians visit them at 4500 Highway 77, Southside, Alabama 35907 or give them a call at 256 442 2588. Jake, man, I appreciate it. I'm gonna let you get back to it, brother. I know you do, uh, you might want to go fishing this afternoon while we got a pretty day, so I'm gonna let you get back yes, to it. Sir. Yes, sir. and Thank you for jumping on and look forward to having you again soon. And good luck with the whole deal with Auburn, man. I'm sure this thing will get straightened out.
2: Yes, sir. I hope it does. I appreciate it.
0: All right, buddy. Take care, man. Talk to you soon.
2: All right. Sounds good. See ya. Bye.
0: Great segment from Jake, man. Uh, What an awesome young man. Knows how to fish. Knows how to guide. He can put you on fish. Y'all give Jake a call. Let's get to segment three and let's go on further south since that's the direction we was headed. And let's go to Eufaula with Tony Adams, my friend. Tony, what's going on, buddy?
3: Man, just fishing and having a great time. How are, Everybody doing okay?
0: Every, everybody's doing good here. I'm, I'm going to ask you a, a stupid question that I already know the answer to, but are you catching fish?
3: <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, this yes, guy, sir. y'all, this guy's always filling up the boat. And I'm not talking about <laughs> just a couple, and I'm talking about small ones. This guy catches fish. Tell
3: us about it, Tony. Uh, on Lake Fall right now, they're, they're on, well, they're spawning. They're in the grass, they're around the rocks. You know, if you can find a piece of wood or, or you know, debris that's blowed up against the bank, you know, any kind of stick ups, there's going to be fish on it. Been doing really good with jigs. Usually during the spawn, I love the jig fish. My favorite colors, you know, your acid rain and your John Deere green. I like the twirly tails. Uh, the toilet tails, you know, the triple tails or either the toilet tails, either one. And I'm, I throw it right next to the bank or right next to the grass. And what I, the way I fish it is I throw it real slow once or twice just so that it comes off the bank, don't get hung up in the grass or, you know, in the rocks. Or, mm-hmm. And then as I start working it back, what I usually do is I reel it a couple times real slow and I pause it. Most of the time, that is going to hit it there on the pause. So Doing that. That being said, ninety per you know probably ninety nine percent of the time I'm watching my line. So if there's any slack in that line, a twitch in that line, you know I know that crappie's you know, you know has hit it. I stepped the hook. Also, there's a lot of people that, that's fishing the banks, you know, with with corks, uh, with minnows, and corks with jigs up under it, just twitching it back. Um, but you know. Lake follow right now, you know, it's on fire. It's uh, some good crappie out there. You know, the males is good-sized males, good-sized females. I think we've had one batch probably that already spawned out. You know, the second batch is there now. But all of them has been good fish. How long will this last? Well, you know, believe it or not, usually I catch them on spawn, usually until the end of April you know, the weather conditions have, has a lot to do with it. You know, those cool fronts comes in, it gets cold, you know, it pushes them out, but they'll come back. But, you know, usually, you know, three to four weeks is a good time, you know, if it can stay that, that temperature and they can get up there and do what they need to do.
0: That's a fun way to fish. And that's, I, I fished you follow that way in the past for crappie. And, and, and just, I, I was that guy with the cork and a man fishing shallow and just twitching it back. It's hard to beat this time of year on you follow crappie fishing.
3: Man, I'm telling you, and, you know, that's that's real fun. It's real fast fishing. You know, a lot of the females, you know, a lot of the times they may be 10, 12 feet off the bank, you know, in four, five, six foot of water, you know, based on, you know, because they're, they're all staged up there. Right. You know, some gets on up, up there and some's a little further out. You know, sometimes you reeling reeling it up right up under the boat, you know, and, and one, one hits it. One hit or some. you'll sit there and, and you jig and come out of the water and you'll see the fish right there behind it, you know. It's fun. It's amazing. They're, everybody loves fish to spawn.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, how how's your, when, when's your last
3: trip you did? Yesterday, this morning? The last one I did was Friday, but I've got one tomorrow. Yes, sir.
0: Well How many did you catch?
3: There was two of us and, uh, I mean, we had 60 fish. We had our limit.
0: That's That's unbelievable. You know, I know you sent me a, a lot of pictures in the past, and just some some giant size crappie. Are you you catching the big crappie like that up close?
3: Yes, sir. The, the bigger ones seem like they're right off the bank. You know, they're more in the in the three to six foot of water. Mm-hmm. But the ones on the banks, good sized fish too. You know, they're they're good. You know, pound, pound and a quarter. You know, some pound and a halves. But you know, your bigger fish is a little. You know, seems like to me they're three to six foot deep, right off the bank. Man. Fun, fun
0: stuff. Colors seem to matter. I know you, you, you mentioned several of them, but.
3: Well, you know, every time this time of year, I like the acid rain and, and the John Deere green. You know, the acid rain is, is a white, yellow chartreuse tail. And then I usually use an orange or pink, pink head, you know, 16th ounce. Mm-hmm. That way I've got four colors, you know, pretty much, you know, that's in the water. Uh, John De- I mean, uh, acid rain's always been good for me john deer green you know it's kind of the same way you know you've got a lighter color green a darker color green and most of the jig heads i fish is you know is usually orange or pink and you know that puts you you know three colors in the water so you know if there's a color they're looking for you know the more little colors you've got in that jig better odds you are to you know to catch that crappie if he's looking for a certain color
0: yeah that's good man that's good well sounds like now's a great time to be down there on you of fishing and 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 well i know it is and you know it is so uh, i'm sure a lot of our listeners are, are aware of that if they're not they need to come down there and, and and try it for sure if somebody wants to come get in the boat with you tony what's the best way for them to reach you
3: uh best thing to do is my cell number is 334-695-3003 that's 334-695-3003 or you can message me, message me on Facebook, you know, Tony Adams. I think right now the picture that's on, the, on my Facebook page is, is the bunny, you know, with two crappy. So, or you can go to Gone Fishing with Tony Facebook page and drop me a message there. Awesome
0: man. This week's You Follow West Point segment is brought to you by Southeastern Pond Management. If you're fortunate enough to own a lake or a pond, then I know you want to get the most out of it as possible. We all want to manage and grow big deer on our place, so why not grow the biggest, most healthy fish possible as well? Give Norman a call at Southeastern Pond Management at 205-288-1371, or just look them up, southeasternpondmanagement.com, and these guys know how to grow big. Tony, man, I appreciate it, buddy. Send me some of those pics. I, know I always love seeing pictures from you. Guys, I'm not kidding what I said at the start of the show. If you want to book a trip to Eufala and literally probably catch more crappie than you've ever caught in your life this is the guy you call right here he is phenomenal and uh incredible knowledge and and knows how to catch them and he'll put you on them so tony man i appreciate it buddy thank you for jumping on and and i look forward to talking to you again soon
3: sounds good hey i appreciate it y'all have a good day
0: all right thank you buddy all right thank you Y'all give Tony a call. Great segment. It sounds like it's on fire down there right now. So don't let this time get away from you. Get on you fall and enjoy what it has to offer And all the lakes around Alabama, we're blessed. And now's a great time of the year. So uh, whether you're crappie fishing or bass fishing, man, take advantage of it. Get out there and enjoy some time with your friends and family or by yourself, whatever, and catch some fish. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for this week please subscribe rate and drop us a review wherever you listen to the podcast if you'd like us to email you the podcast just text the word fishing to 646-495-9867 and we'll send you the show each and every week thanks to all our sponsors we greatly appreciate you guys listening and look forward to talking to you next week we out This week's Alabama freshwater fishing report was brought to you by Great Days Outdoors magazine. Become a better southern hunter and angler and pick up your copy today wherever fine magazines are sold or save a bundle online at greatdaysoutdoors.com. And brought to you by Southeastern Pond Management. If you're fortunate enough to own a lake or a pond, then I know you want to get the most out of it as possible. We all want to manage and grow big deer on our place, so why not grow the biggest, most healthy fish possible as well? Give Norman a call at Southeastern Pond Management at 205-288-1371 or just look them up, southeasternpondmanagement.com. And these guys know how to grow big. And brought to you by sun south from outdoor equipment parts services accessories sun south has you covered on the best for less visit sun south or sunsouth.com for quality john deere equipment sun south for those that do and brought to you by bucks island is a family owned and operated business since 1948 at bucksislands.com you can check out the full list of inventory from new and used bass pontoon bow rider style boats new and used motors as well as kayaks for sale give them a call at 256-442-2588 and brought to you by brian sand with national land realty you already trust me with your fishing report so trust me to help you find or sell that next piece of property as well just give me a call at 601-383-2344